What is happening, Charlotte? Welcome back, everybody. Four transplants and a microphone. Today, we are only three transplants and one confusing topic. Let's talk about it. We're here at Burkdale at the Fox and Hound. They're always great to us here. Small business events. They're all over. They can be repetitive. They can be boring. They can be great. We're diving into them. What's good? What's bad? And all the good stuff around it. So quick voice intros. Jack Tompkins, Pineapple Consulting Firm. Brian Johnson, Bain and Johnson. Hello, my name is Brandon with Superior Data Solutions. We provide critical business services, support, and infrastructure to drive your business into the future. I asked for sound oh, effects. Oh, <laughs> got the intro. He, he asked that for count. voice intro. Brandon's like, I outsourced that. Yeah. Did AI do that? AI did do that. Yeah. Did that it really? Actually, yeah, that's an AI voice. Uh, well, I, okay. I assumed it was an AI voice, but did you type it in or did it say, give me a good intro? No, you type, type it in and it reads what's on the paper. Okay. I mean, well, that's... All right. We should dive into Not that new. in a future episode. Yeah, I think that's a good topic. <laughs> we'll keep that at one up next, maybe. Yes. So we're obviously part of a bigger group and small business owners, the three of us. We go to events all the time and... Yeah, what makes a good event? Yeah. Right. Open bar. <laughs> open, open bar. Right. Yeah, that, okay. That's a good start. Very um, similar to a good like wedding. A, yeah. Yeah. Yep. The weddings. Uh, you don't really care about what happens at the wedding unless there's an open bar. Yeah. She said no. Free beer. Right. Yep. All right. <laughs> the bar's still open though, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there's still a reception. Yeah. <laughs> if the open bar is open enough. <laughs> if it's open before the wedding, you might have an objection down the aisle. And... Uh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I'd like okay. to go to a swinger wedding with an open bar and an open relationship. I think that'd be interesting. It's a perfect place weird. for a pineapple. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. That would, well, all right. Good events. Open bar, agreed. But like, like a happy hour, like something where people can feel relaxed. One, irrelevant. If, it's, if it is a themed base, like aimed at a specific industry, yeah. those tend to be a little bit because it's more relevant to you opposed to... So relevancy is part of it. Relevancy, like some of the ones I go to that have been really good, it's like a two-day event, and they'll do, you know, topics relevant to IT, products. Yeah. They put on a good lunch, dinner, like I said, the open bar. It's just a really good event to go to. So you've got, like, maybe timing is one, like, time of day, because, like, some people like lunch ones because then they, they get home, you know, happy hour. It's still end of the day, maybe extending past your normal work hours, but not late. Then you have evenings. So timing's one. Relevancy to what you do is one. Could also be like relevancy to like something business oriented. Like if you're a business owner that has a lot of employees, you may be drawn to like the conversation about the hybrid workforce or, you know, doing that. You They're know, not. Well, I know, but like, <laughs> but I mean, you may be drawn to a business topic, not necessarily an industry topic. Correct. Correct. So. Yeah, it might be more general business, but it still pertains to what the topic at least was interesting enough. And then it's up to the presenter to deliver yeah. something. So, all right. On that note, like, do you go to the event to learn something or do you go to network with the people there? Depending on what it is, I typically go there to learn something. Interesting. Okay. I, if I go to like those events that are IT driven, I'm definitely looking for new products, current trends and stuff like that. So that's what I'm going there for. I mean, we're all in the same business. So, I mean, you're going to meet other people. But in my business, you have very different swaths of business owners. You have the yeah. really sophisticated high-end IT or MSP firms. You have people like myself somewhere in the middle. And then you have the dude 
who everything's the too dude. yeah the everything's too expensive everything's too this they use a bunch of weird ass tools they're just that guy and those are the people you go oh chew my arm off to get away from them <laughs> the big Lebowski the dude. yeah yeah exactly. got it movie reference yeah you Counting actually it. got that one first one on the podcast like episode. the second movie you've ever seen yeah somewhere whatever episode we're on yeah. 70 something <laughs> if you guys have ever heard jack make a movie reference please let us know we've not yeah that was a first that was it That's <laughs> yeah it. it's like i said it's so networking for me in those kind of events yeah it's i might talk to someone who's you know above us that see kind of what their practices are but you know usually i look at the other guy and go well i don't want to be like him so mm. <laughs> or her to be yeah. fair. <laughs> yeah, you can hate people equally. That's, Equal that's the, opportunity hater. Exactly. I do think, though, you got to pick and choose. I think if you go to an industry event, like if I went to like a coaching conference about like consulting or a con- consulting conference about consulting, yeah, I don't care about, I mean, I might care about who I meet in the sense of, is there somebody that I could learn from in a way, but I'm not right. networking at that event for the purpose of like growing my business. Correct. Yeah, there's no clientele there. Right. But I might go to like if there was like a seminar on like what happens if your revenue plateaus and you're still trying to increase profitability. Like if I went to one of those, yeah, I might be into like how would I go about networking there? Because I would look at it and say, I want to do that in my business, but that's also what I try to help people do in theirs. I can do that for you. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So there would be more of a networking component. And it may just be who not like to sell, but like hey, this is familiarize you with what I do and who do you know? Maybe there's somebody that you know in your network that I might be able to talk with that is a good fit or you hear what I need and maybe you know somebody that could help me. Right. And that's and we've talked about that before. Of like nobody, well, I shouldn't say nobody, most successful networkers don't network to get clients. They network to meet referral partners or relationships, anything like that. I mostly go like all of those networking events I would say 90%, maybe 80% of them, but something, you know, overwhelming can we, majority. Can we fact check that now? Maybe like 86. Can we fact check that, Brandon? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've got to find that button. I haven't used it forever. <laughs> yeah, I haven't checked a lot of facts in a while. But I'd say most of them, I go for the networking. Like, if it's a topic that is something that I super don't care about, then I won't go. But other than that, I kind of don't care about the topic. Unless, there's the two entrance directions. Either... It is crazy, and I don't care about it. And I'm I'll go because I know a couple of people there and need to like show face or whatever. Or find some new people for your kickball team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying volleyball this year. We're gonna see how that works. Are yeah. you really? Yeah, yeah. When do yeah. you play? I don't know. I gotta pick a date though. I gotta. Yeah, I don't know. I'll let you know. VBGB. Do you want to play? Yeah. Did yeah. we just become okay. best friends? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been trying to get plugged more into volleyball, but yeah. it's hard. I know, it's tough. I can it's find tough. two or three people that want to play, but never enough. Yeah. I only need actually one more. I mean, I'll play twos, but... I, mean, I, we're, I talked with a few folks. We're going for six. Anyways, that's a... Uh, we can yeah, we, there was a podcast going on for <laughs> a second. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Back to All the right. podcast. All right, so there's a topic that I don't care about. I don't know, volleyball, let's say. And then there's... <laughs> and then there's a topic that I super care about. We're always getting callers on this podcast. It's great. We got some dedicated... Li- well, really just the one dedicated listener. Yes. So, podcast... West Coast, baby. <laughs> Wow, I'm going to get through this point. This is going to be tough, though. I'm going to try again. All right. Topics that I do not care about and I will not show up to. Topics that I super, super care about and I will show up for the topic. Everything in between, which again, 86.7% of the time, is I'm just going for the people there. Gotcha. And I don't think you need to fact check that. That sounded straight up. Yeah. Yes. As long as they put a decimal point, it's, it's like- probably... <laughs> 
Wow. Oh my that god. That was intense. Wow, I think I have tinnitus now. <laughs> I think I pissed my pants. Oh my god. I thought somebody broke into the Fox and Out. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. Don't push the button so hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another round of beverages after that, actually. Uh, so. And some cleaning. Yeah, I mean, like I said, depending what you're going to, I, like I said, I'm never really looking for the end user. Maybe, like you said, more partnerships. Yeah. People that could connect you to more. And it sounds selfish that they uh, connect you to more, but it's, you know, everyone's in business. Well, we're all looking for the same thing. Everybody's doing that. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why you're there. So, yeah, I mean, the power partnerships, things like that, those are great. Even if you learn something from another person, just because you all have businesses, there are some common threads between all businesses. You take money in, your money goes out. <laughs> you hope to keep more than you <laughs> than you then spend. You, yeah. <laughs> you hope. You hope. Yeah. yeah. One day. So, Brian, I think you did a good job of, like, here are the main things that you need to focus on. Happy hour, obviously very common. What are you guys' preference? Like, I know we've seen in our group, like, four to six is kind of good because you can avoid traffic on either side. What do you guys think? Uh, it's a good time. I've seen really good results with a lunchtime. <laughs> we were doing something, I don't even remember what it was, but it was a lunchtime, and we 20, 25 people would show up. It's a good group. Yeah, for lunch, and then... Did I, you, did, were you offering lunch? No, everyone paid for their own. It was kind of hmm. just like a... It wasn't a B&I situation, but it was, you know, a bunch of people get together that have, you know, businesses and all kind of trying to develop power partnerships. But 20 people would show up, and this was before COVID. So what it will look like now, I have no idea. But but then the four to six, you get a totally different crowd because yeah. the people that are coming at 12 aren't going to be the people that come four to six. Like, Yeah, I, it's, <clears throat> you have to pick and choose. It's interesting, too, because, like, obviously, like, the kid factor plays in. Because, like, picking up kids from school and all that good stuff. Lunch is probably a time that most people, if not all people, could attend. I guess you could make that argument for most times a day, but I feel like lunch is probably the easiest for anybody. If you're targeting a wide audience of people and jobs and industries, etc., lunch could be that middle ground. It, it could, but for some people, it's just for them to take an hour of lunch. Just they don't have it in the cards. Yeah, that's insane to me. Yeah. But if I'm like, if it's a very strategic thing and I'm still classifying it as working, I just happen to be nourishing at the same time, then I'm like, all right. It's the nature of the bit. For me, I have a hard time for like certain times are harder for me because of the nature of the, you know, people calling. Right. So it's harder to just dedicate a whole hour to go to a lunch. Like yeah. towards the end of the day, it's a little bit easier because it things kind of calm down towards the end of the day. They're winding down, so. Well, I also think it's the type of business that you run. I mean, your business, Brandon, you're not like sitting around waiting for the phone to ring to act, but like you have to respond when somebody calls with an issue. Correct. Like Jack and I, the way we run our businesses, we're not like, we want calls and we'll take them, but it's not as if our day is dictated by a customer calling with a right. need. That's you unusual. Take, a, take an hour and not. Correct, and I can schedule it and plan on it and, if yeah. like one of my customers calls, it'd be like, "Hey, I'll call you back in an hour or two hours." That's why I changed. No problem. That's why I changed your name in my phone to Spam Risk, by the way, that's, uh, so I don't have to take the call. <laughs> well, I've changed yours to definitely Spam. Yeah. So. <laughs> most absolutely definitely Spam. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan. So I'm a fan of when there's something to do. Like I'm okay with the presentation because there's something that you can all talk about and there's like a common thing to do. Happy hour is sort of like just over the threshold of like, 
hey, like, what are you drinking? Like, it's an easy kind of casual sort of thing that, like, something's happening. I like when there's, like, an objective or something to do or something that people can talk about instead of just, hey, here's my business card. What do you do? Yeah. What's your name? You know? Yeah, that's what I don't really like about the happy hours. It's just a very, everyone gathers at a bar and you end up talking to one person for, yeah. you know, most of the time. Or it's just, it gets harder to move around without <laughs> kind of being an ass of just, like, <laughs> I'm giving yeah. you my 45 seconds. Well, so like yeah. an example <clears throat> of one that I think is kind of like in between there that's worked. We've had guests on from this company and we've mentioned them on a couple of occasions, but in Sparity that's yeah. like in this area and pretty prominent in the networking scene. Like I remember they did, I think you were there, Jack. I don't think you were Brandon, but they did a March Madness thing about a couple months ahead of now last year. Had us, I think everybody came in. It was like two thirty. It was an odd hour. It was an odd hour. It might have been a Friday. I can't remember, but it was. Like I think it was. Yeah. Two thirty. The basketball games were just starting, so it was like during the day to fit up with the March Madness. They had it catered. Basically, it was mostly networking, and then I think somebody got up to speak just briefly to welcome everybody, thank them for coming. It was by invite, so like it wasn't like wide open. And I like that because they got to share just a little bit about the business, but they had people in their business that were there that were talking with other people. Right. Now, we all don't have 15 employees that can run around and do that, but we have other people that could do that for us. If it was your business, Jack, I know you've got employees, like you could have a couple of them. It's not like you're trying to manage a room of like 40 people. Right. But you would invite a relevant amount where you could like, hey, interact with them and stuff like that. We, when we did our like customer appreciation events, that was sort of what we would do too. Now, granted, they were already existing customers, so it was a little bit different and some partners. But I always thought that format that, like, Insperity did blended both. It gave you the free networking, meet everybody time. And they even sent out a list of the people that were attending to the attendees in advance. And I had a couple that were like, oh, I checked you out on LinkedIn, and I made a point to come introduce myself to you. Yeah. And then, yeah, and I was like, yeah, but you checked me out, like, nine times. Like, what, that's a weirdo. I mean, some of the things that are really cool events and they're obviously more expensive so or where they'll have a networking event and then like an event afterwards like a baseball game like you'll go sit in their conference room have some kind of networking event and then afterwards everyone goes to sit together at a baseball game like yeah. that's cool because it's more of a social event plus you had right. a formal event so those kind of things are cool and i like that because again it's just past that threshold of like all right like if conversation lulls or like you just want to watch the game or like the, whether it's basketball or baseball, like obviously we have the Knights in town and Sparity's hosted a couple events there, all super cool because like there is something going on. There are people there for the game primarily and there's people there for the networking primarily. Like there's at least something to do, something to talk about. Yes. You don't have to chew your arm off. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Does this ever go through your head when you're talking to somebody? I'm sorry. That, that is a really boring story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm Jack. What's going on? Hey, I'm a financial planner. And uh, Immediate. Immediate. I, had, I was at one the other night, and I went over, like, you know, shook this dude's hand. I was like, hey, man, I'm Jack. What's going on? He goes, hey, immediately hands me a business card with his other hand, like shaking with his right, handing me a business card with his left. And it went. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry, did you even say your name yet? Yes, like, it's almost It's like, on my card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's almost like the LinkedIn. Hey, I'd like to connect. Oh, by the way. Uh, yeah, you know what? They took the pitch slap to real life. That's yes. what happened. It went beyond virtual. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, AI. Try and beat that. 
I just respond back like no comprende inglés. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> I, my, my whole profile's in English. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. I can't read your name. You're gonna have to say it for me. Well, it was like that email I sent back. This, I mean, immediately after I connected, oh, I'd love to be able to chat and blah blah blah. And I just put pitch slap. I said, what a pitch slap. And then she put, yeah, I'd like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Did you even read it, or is that just a canned response? That had to be probably like, yeah, I was going to say that, or there's somebody that's like not her or him responding for them and doesn't understand what's going on. Yeah, I had one. I was like, oh, like, you know, appreciate you like seeking me out. Like, this is actually like a valuable like connection. I don't really get that on LinkedIn very often. He goes, oh, a robot found you. I was like, all right, well, this call wasn't, never mind. (laughs) That was nope. You don't say that part out loud. I know. (laughs) It's very ballsy. He was an IT guy, so. You're like, I ain't looking for no scrubs. And he was like, yeah, I was just looking at your profile. I was like, didn't you connect with me like two months ago? He's like, no, just now. It's money to wait through two months. Exactly. <laughs> Any good swingers reference is a good one. <laughs> Jack has no uh, idea what you yeah, just said. Two months. He probably wasn't even born when that movie like came out. a big out. bear with big bear claws. <laughs> oh, I thought you were making an upside down pineapple joke. No, no. Is, is this a movie called Swingers? a movie swingers? called Swingers. Oh. Yeah. Do they Vin- swing Vince or Vaughn, is it baseball? It basically became Vince Vaughn's character for every movie after that. Oh, he is the same character oh, and yeah. everything. That's yeah. fair. All right. Yeah, okay. And that was where it started. Yeah. Um, it, it was him and... John Favreau. Yeah. That was like John Favreau's like first movie. Okay. Mikey. Yeah, Mikey. Come on, Mikey. <laughs> He's consistent in I, his... I like the girls with the backpacks. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to go watch it. I'm probably not going to. No, um, he won't. <laughs> but it doesn't hold up well either. Okay. I did watch Top Gun Maverick. That's that was good. a very good movie. Yes. It was an incredible movie. Did you see the first one? I did. I actually, I've seen Top Gun quite a few times. I even have cut off jean shorts. <laughs> did I not tell you that Maverick was good? Uh, you were right. I know you were right about that and Ted Lasso. Yeah. And I, the other 30 things you recommended, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he probably will be my age before he sees them. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. Ryan was right. Damn <laughs> <You know? laughs> I wish he was still around. Yeah. Deathbed confession. (laughs) Brian was right about these three movies. Oh, that's too good. Been holding it in for 30 years. All right, so lunch good, something to do, a happy hour-ish. Breakfast meeting? I'm not a big fan of the AM. No. Yeah, big no. So there's two meetings that you always wind up potentially people will, like the night before, still commit to. Breakfast meetings and I think like the happy hour meetings. And it's inevitable that, like, happy hour you're restricted by, like, I've heard this so many times, ah, I, I got in the car, and I was expecting to be there, and it was going to be 30 minutes, and there was traffic, and it was going to be an hour, and, and then I knew up. I had to leave early to pick up my kids, and, like, yeah. then I thought, it doesn't make sense to get, like, that's one avenue of the excuse. The other is the other end, which is, it starts at 8 o'clock, and, <laughs> oh, uh, my, my, you know, my kid was real slow, and I was late to drop him off at school, and then I yeah. can't make it. Yeah. And so you risk on either end of those having a cancellation for life circumstances. Right. I just give those morning ones a hard no. Just I, yeah. <laughs> what time? No. <laughs> I know that's I'm like I. This is a pretty hard and fast rule. There are two exceptions that I currently have, but I don't take meetings before 10 a.m. It's not because I'm not up then. It's just I'm gonna start my day. I don't want to. My way. <laughs> like well, let me ease into get some stuff done that needs to get done today and etc. You can add your second one, but I want to come back to your first one. But go ahead with your second one. No, I was, I was oh, et cetera, et cetera was my second okay. one. Yeah. So what I don't like about the breakfast meetings is I've been up since 4.30. I can't wait till 8 o'clock to have breakfast. That's so I've point. already eaten. Yeah. So why would I want to go to a breakfast meeting at that point? Right. So why would I yeah. want to see anybody at yeah. 8 o'clock? <laughs> That's like, 
Like, I'll be on my third cup of coffee by 8 o'clock. Like, there's no point in this. Yeah, not a fan of the breakfast. I could get behind a lunch meeting because yep. it kind of breaks up the day a little bit, I guess. Well, it gets people out of the office. You haven't gotten to the office at right. 8 o'clock. Yet, yeah, so. that's exactly right. Yeah. Happy hour, like, again, if we do, like, the 4 to 6 range or something, like, you get to, like, quote unquote, like using the corporate terms, like leave the office early, which is kind of exciting, but you have to leave the office early. Well, but the other thing I like <laughs> about the happy hour, well, so yeah, where, where I, do I think the happy hour can get traction is, if you said it's from four to six, it's never an obligation that you're there till six. Yes. So you can convince yeah. people to show up for the four o'clock part, and then they may still leave the happy hour at the same time they would have left the office. Right. And to them, it's no different. They didn't lose anything other than they just stopped working at the office at that point or home office or whatever you're doing. I mean, yeah. some people show up at two and then leave at like 4.30. Or, no, well, they show up at, <laughs> it starts from four to six, they show up at two and leave at 3.30. <laughs> Meeting was a dud. Nobody was here. <laughs> that deserves a sound effect of some fashion. Do you have a crinkle of a tinette? <laughs> a breakfast, a lunch, like a presentation, anything like that. It feels like you have to be there from start to finish. Yeah. Which, yeah, which, which is a lot, which right. is a lot of time. You're a not seeing hour. other people at that point. Exactly. Yeah. You're fully in, yeah, dedicated, not swinging. I mean, for, <laughs> you got to jump to that. I mean, well, it's been the theme. This is the truth about the pineapple consulting. <laughs> <laughs> With a happy hour, it feels a lot more casual. Like, hey, like, you know, I, I can pop in for 30 minutes, grab a beer, and take off. All right. Because you added drinks into the mix. Yeah. Well, Everything's more casual well, with drinks. Yeah. But the, so the reason I think the happy hour one works the best for everybody is it's probably the most open event of all because there is no, like, I've got to leave at this time. And then it's up to you. Like, what if you get there and, like, you're like, oh, wow, I didn't expect, like, this many people that I want to talk to. Right. Now all of a sudden you're, like, calling your spouse, like, hey, you need to go do this instead because I'm in the middle of something. Yeah, it's turned out to be actually important. Right. Let, yeah, we kind of like an automatic out if you need it, but you have the option to stay if it's worth your while. Yeah, presentation versus general networking. Prefer Preference? some kind of presentation. Yeah, I, really? Okay. In, yeah, I would say the same. Part of it is that like, in what I'm doing now, I, like there's a networking component of what I do, but it's not as much what I personally do. Like I'm not spending as much time on networking. I have people that are, well, I have a people that is doing that, right? And so you kind of look at that and it's like, I don't go for that reason. I would go, if I'm going to spend my personal time doing it, I would go for content. That's my choice now where I'm at. But like, I have a large network. I'm not, yeah, as, right. I'm not as eager to add to it from the basis of like survival and propagating, you know, my growth and stuff. It's more, I need to learn new things to be able to go out and make my business better. Okay. <clears throat> I like it. To your point earlier, is a presentation... What is the criteria for presentation? Is it the insperity example where it's, hey, a quick five minutes, hey, here's what we do, hope you can connect with some people. You know, if you I'm much more in the boat of like, you can have a topic and if you're the presenter, give a context to it so we all kind of start from the same spot. Let people chat about it. Like, make it Get, facilitated. Chat amongst yourselves. Yeah. Facilitated? Like, yeah, facilitated. Yeah. Facilitated. Like, I mean, chat GPT. Got it. It should. <laughs> chat AI. <laughs> no, but it should be something that like, I think those are the most engaging ones because in the end, whatever you're presenting, it's up, then you're relying on yourself to land it for my business. Right. And that's hard to do. If you don't have like, like if it's an industry specific thing, then it's not as bad. But when it's not, it is. So I think sometimes the facilitation method is a little bit better. Let people participate. I, yeah, I think a good facilitation 
is very important and arguably the best format. But if it's a bad facilitation yeah. or somebody monologuing, right. like it's almost a gamble, like the high risk, high reward to do that sort of presentation. Yes. Because you can make it the best event or the worst event. Right. And there's middle ground, but it's it's kind of going to be one of those two. To be fair, if your presentation is really gold, you're not doing it for free anyways. Yeah, that's a good point. You're out there marketing it and selling it, and people are paying you to hear you talk about it. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm not saying that there isn't good stuff out there. I don't want to dissuade that, but my point is that, like, as the presenter, like, remember, if, like, you're going out on a limb to put yourself out there, like... I would make sure whatever it is, it's crowd interactive because then at least they all are guaranteed to get some value. Yeah. Workshop over speech. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I think that just about does it. I yeah. think so. I, think I don't so. know if you want to take us out with the sound effect and then the song, but no. uh, I'm just still plugging the sound. No? All right. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> you can still talk, Jack. <laughs> nah, it's all right. Open up a fridge and have a tall boy. Yeah. Let